Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. Welcome in. Happy Friday. Hope you're ready. Rap about some sports because the main man, Rajim Seabrook, in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. You're listening to Nuanez Now. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Broadcasted to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, located there at the corner of Stevens and Mount. I was down there uh, earlier on this week looking at some trucks some suvs man they got so many sweet rigs down there they're new to missoula go check them out you want to check it out online you can also do that nwmsrocks.com that's nwmsrocks.com lot to get to today the world is a buzz missoula is a buzz it is homecoming weekend here in the garden city cal poly coming to town Feels like there's a lot more people in town as you drive around town as well. So we're getting to all things Grizz football, a little Bobcat football as well. Some fun guests to share with you today. Uh, in the second hour, we're going to hear from Dane Oliver, head coach of Missoula Sentinel. Matt Johnson, head coach of Missoula Big Sky. We'll also hear from Daniel Hardy, senior defensive end for the Montana State Bobcats, a Portland native who makes a return trip home uh, over the weekend. And uh, we're also going to hear in this first hour, while Regime's still here, from Sammy Kim. Sammy Kim's a... Uh, 
Senior wide receiver for the Grizzlies, a fan favorite, and uh, just an all-around good dude. Love having him in the community as well. <laughs> How you living over there? I'm fine, man. It's Friday. Got a flu shot today. Running around. Uh, I'm here 30 minutes earlier than expected, which is always crazy, but I had to reconfigure some stuff. Got a physical today, man. Feeling good for an old man. Um I don't know. Things are good. Get to see my kids in an hour, so let's go. Let's go. That's awesome. Well, uh, all sorts of things to get to with you today. Uh, if you yes, want to sir. listen to the show anywhere besides your traditional uh, forms and fashions, go to the station website, 1029ESPN.com. There you'll find the stream. Just click on Listen Live. You can stream this show or ESPN Radio, period, anywhere in the world, 365 days a year, seven days a week, all that. If you want to get a hold of us, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 888 888- 1029, that's 406 888 1029. And also, be sure YouTube, you're going to want to know this because we're giving you, I don't know if it's the most expensive prize, but it's the most wide ranging prize we've ever given away here at ESPN Radio. I'll give you those details next week. But there's like seven different items that are going to be a part of this giveaway. So you're going to want to stay tuned. But one of the stipulations of how you're going to win, you have to be able to prove to us that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. So go subscribe to us on YouTube. Not enough coffee in the world. It's uh, the joke I've been making with all my colleagues. It's pretty funny because I always compare sports media to actual sports. There's a lot of applicable and similar things in terms of what it takes to to be good at it. And uh, there's definitely an element of rust right now (laughs) that we're rocking because we haven't had football. So it's kind of hit us all like a ton of bricks. But thank goodness I got Florence Coffee Company in my life. I already sucked one down. I came in here at 7.30 this morning, so I had to have my triple shot iced Americano for breakfast. So I'm drinking some black tea. This also has some caffeine, some juice in it, but uh, couldn't go the du- – I'm not a beast like Rajim. Rajim can go double, triple Americanos back-to-back, same day. It's amazing. All day, every day, man. I like it. Just call me the Jitter Jester. Let's go. <laughs> the Jitter Jester. I got him an iced coffee last week, and – my man was on the moon, and so I stuck. I took back to the, the hot Americano today, so hopefully this will keep you just, you know, more on the steady. Yeah, I consume so much coffee and caffeine. Iced beverages are not good for me. I suck them down. And too then fast. I'm just, yeah, way too fast, and then I'm shaking like a kamikaze pilot, man. <laughs> well, no matter where you're at, in Missoula or in the great state of Montana, there's a Florence Coffee Company near you. Go get yourself some caffeine. Or whatever kind of drink you want. They got great smoothies, too. They're huckleberry smoothie. Yum. Delicious. Mm. No matter where you're at, though, in Missoula or around Montana, Florence Coffee Company near you. It's a Friday. You can stay up late, so go enjoy a Florence Coffee Company break with us here at Nuanas Now. Uh, all sorts of things to talk to you about, Rajim. Where do you want to start? I Actually, I have something I, I want to talk to you about the state of society first before we get into oh, any sports gee, Let's go. You're, I'm already there. Plus, we're going to be talking today. We're going to be talking all day tomorrow. That's right. That's right. We've got a lot to talk about and a lot of time to do it within. So that, you, you start where you want to start. That's Cappy. right. That's right. We do have our Twisted Tailgate College Game Day. Come see us. Presented by Twisted Tea and a variety of other phenomenal sponsors. Tomorrow, Chamber of Commerce parking lot, starting at 11 o'clock. We'll be bringing you all your pregame coverage. Cal Poly at Montana. We have all sorts of different interviews for you. Ryan Tutel, he's going to be riding shotgun Uh-oh. as well. So me, Ryan, and Rajim back in the saddle for the first time Love in it. a long time. We got swag from all our great sponsors. The Badlanders slanging drinks. Got Twisted Tea samples. We got cornhole. We got everything. So come on mm. down. Hang out with us before the game. Come say hi. 
you know, maybe get yourself some Alpine Touch. Maybe get yourself some golf tees. Maybe you get yourself some Twisted Tea Swag. Who knows? We got all sorts of stuff for you. So come on down. Hang out with us tomorrow before Montana's homecoming game uh, against Cal Poly. Anyways, I, I was thinking just about the state of the world. Mm-hmm. And this is not a political thing. This is not an economic thing. This is a communal thing. I think Societal. That, I think that we have to all get on the same page, not the why or how do we fix it. It's not solution-based. Mm-hmm. Many things that are going on in the world right now are just not okay. We're not functioning at a very fluid level. Like my, my windshield got broken because a football hit me at University of Montana practice. That's on me. I've been doing this for 15 years. I should know you don't park below the goalpost. These guys are D1 kickers. It's on me. I'll take it. I'll eat it. It's funny. It's a good story I can tell on the radio. The fact that we have so many different uh, supply chains right now that are interrupted, mm-hmm. I couldn't get a windshield until now. This happened months ago because there's no windshields to be had. It's the same with everything, man. Like Carl Tyler Chevrolet, they don't have a truck for me to drive down to the pregame show. They're an awesome sponsor. They want to show off their great trucks. They don't have the inventory. You go to Wendy's. You go to McDonald's. You go to anywhere. There's a line around the block and a sign for employees in the in the parking lot. It's backwards. The whole thing is backwards. And, again, this is not politi- political. This is not economic. This is just that the state of society is not flowing as it once was. And I think it's starting to wear on everybody. All these conversations I'm having with everybody, what's up? Exhausted, tired, can't keep up. I know that's part of modern society. There's ways to remove yourself from the grind. But also, to me, I just feel like we don't even have enough energy to have empathy for each other. And that's something I think we need to remedy as fast as we possibly can. Yeah, I think the word that you're looking for is fatigue. Um, We're always tired. We're always sleepy. We always, you know, want to hit the snooze button for five more minutes. But what we're facing now is fatigue, not only for the pandemic, but we're also facing fatigue from the ripple effects of such said pandemic. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I, you know, it's 8.30 at night. I'm, it's not too late. I'm wanting a taco, and you know what? Forget about it. I'm just going to go to Taco Bell. It's really quick. Closed. For sure. Then I'm looking. I'm going up and down Brooks. Help wanted. Help wanted. Help wanted. Then I'm looking at the population increase. There's a lot of parallels and 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 odd things that are happening. So I don't know, man. Culture. It's it's something that I'm looking at myself um, as a father, as a citizen, as a as a as a com- uh, community member. Um, there's some odd things going on in the world right now, and it, it feels a little uneasy. It's it almost feels like a like the precursor to what the Great Depression would be. No question, man. You know, and it, and it feels uneasy. I like the 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 picture you painted. You have people in line for food, but no one there to serve the food for the people. Exactly, and that's scary. When you, when when the people can't be fed or whatever it is that they need uh, to survive, and it just isn't there. It's it, it gets a little scary. So uh, I share in your concern. I'm not worried yet, but I definitely share in your concern. Talk to each other, look out for each other, be there for each other. The disconnection, the the thought that because you feel too busy, other people are too busy as well. Everybody wants to be spoken to, man. Everybody wants to connect. That's why I love what we do here. I got scheduled time to hang out with one of my best friends and chill, kick it, talk about life. You guys aren't here for the depression or the lecture. I know that. You're here talking about football. So let's do that. It's now. Let's do it. 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. He's Rod James Seabrook. Let's start with the purple that you're wearing. What's up? You want to talk about your Vikes? You want to go NFL? <laughs> I, you want, I don't want to talk I was about gonna, my wait, Vikings, oh, Okay, all right. Oh, bro. Buddy, I, we should both be crying. Oh. 
Your team is your team is bad. My team is horrific. No, I'd rather be horrific though, bro. That's the worst thing. I mean, that's the thing is the Vikings are in the worst single position you can be in in the NFL. Explain. They're gonna go seven and nine. That's the worst position you could be in. They're gonna go seven and nine, or I guess it's, I guess it would be seven and seven and ten, 10. or eight and nine. Because they do have Dalvin Cook. They do have Adam Thielen. Yeah. They do have Daniil Hunter. They do have some of the best players in the NFL. Absolutely. They do have Michael Kendricks. But they're not good enough. They're going to sputter. They're going to, you know, they'll beat the Lions twice. They'll beat the Bears twice. They may even split with the Packers because the Packers don't look good. Oh, good Lord. Uh, but what I'm saying is they're not going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Okay. And they're also not going to be as bad as your, your New York Giants, which I would rather have because that's what sets you up. You need that pick. You got to have the chance to get the the guy. And I mean, if you draft well, you can get quality talent throughout the first round. That's why the you know the Ravens and the Patriots keep getting great players without ever having top ten, top twelve draft picks. But right. I just think it's the worst situation in in the league to be in is when you're handcuffed by a quarterback's contract. You've already oh, gotten boy. rid of some of your best players in your franchise because of what you're paying your mediocre quarterback. You're not good enough to make the playoffs, and you're not bad enough to draft another quarterback. You're up a creek, man. Juxtaposition is what I, is the first word that comes to mind. Um, yeah, I do not envy your situation. I don't envy the Giants situation either because within this live draft situation, uh, Gettleman and company have been able to stockpile draft picks, uh, kind of you know cushioning and, and leveraging for uh, bargaining down the road. However... If this team doesn't turn itself around, that management is gone. That foundation that's been laid down the last two years has been gone. So even though you get the high draft pick, you got to start anew with a coach who may want to come in and totally gut the program. And then where are you back? You're right back to square one in the, the largest media market for sports on the planet. And you are stinking up the room like five-day-old Gavilta fish. I was referencing Rajim's purple because he's wearing a purple Sentinel Spartans uh, pullover. He coaches at Sentinel. Yes, sir. Uh, but now we're into the NFL, so we're going to come back around to Missoula Sentinel a little later on. But let's just keep rolling on this. <laughs> uh, last night's game, uh, a bizarre one because the most resounding news in terms of uh, general interest <laughs> happened when Christian McCaffrey went out of the game in the first half. He is perhaps the most owned player in fantasy football. He is. I mean, it has to be, right? He was the Facts. consensus number one pick. Facts. So this is everybody in the world that plays fantasy football is getting texts in their group texts with their buddies. Oh, Christian McCaffrey went down. I mean, I did it. I, I have him on one of my squads. I sent my guys a text. I said, well, there you go. All smack talking will be pushed to the side because this is not my fault. I drafted him first. It's one and a half games into the year. He's hurt. But regardless, McCaffrey goes out. The Panthers start running an offense that I have not seen them run during the Matt Rule's short tenure there. And at first it looks clunky, and then all of a sudden looks great, and they roll the Giants right out the building. Well, uh, it's the Jags. Let's be Excuse, excuse me, ja the Jaguars. Excuse me. You got me all stuck on the Giants, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, the Jaguars are uh, significantly worse than the Giants. They're perhaps in the worst situation in the NFL. Uh, no, that's called the New York Jets. Yeah, because they're gonna get they're gonna get Oof. roasted way harder being in New York. Ooh. Those teams are comparably bad. Yeah, way more pressure for New York. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, what we saw last night, as you saw, it was clunky, and then it was clicking. It went from one spectrum. It went from one opposite of the spectrum. It was. It was. It was like all of a sudden we were watching Madden, then we were watching Tech Mobile, then we were watching Madden again, and it was a uh, it was a very very interesting transmorphic uh, state of football last night. I. 
once proclaimed, this is probably one of my most egregious egg-on-my-face hot takes. I try to really keep it steeped within uh, things that I am a quote-unquote expert about. You get in muddy waters in the NFL sometimes. But once upon a time on this show, I proclaimed that Sam Darnold, when he was still at USC, was the best quarterback in the state of California at that exact moment. He had just led USC to the Rose Bowl, where they defeated Penn State in an all-time classic, one of the better games one of the, in the last games, couple years. Uh, and at that moment, Phillip Rivers had had a dip, and he, he, he went out on top with the Chargers. He kind of had a resurgence and then went to the Colts. But it was his down year in San Diego, so I was sort of justified in that statement. I thought Darnold was better than Jared Goff at that exact moment in time. And uh, had the uh, Raiders moved away, I guess it was maybe a little stretch of saying he was better than Derek Carr. Probably a lot of a stretch. Yeah, I would agree. That's all to say, though, uh, I looked really dumb then because Darnold had a a poor year, not a poor year, but a dip of a year the next year in college. Then that, that impacted his draft stock. He was still drafted in the first round, but he was not the number one overall pick like he was projected to be. Right, right. And uh, But he still went number two, obviously. But um, then he toiled in New York. Well, last night in the second half of that game, though, I thought we saw the reemergence of that kid who I proclaimed was one of the better, if not the best quarterbacks in the state of California. Oh, he was, he was fire. And even in the first game, uh, there were flashes and glimpses. I'm telling you, look, man, look. Let's not let's talk a little less about Sam Darnold and just how bad the Jets are because they, I'm serious. I love, it's I where love how right now we it's got, where careers go to go to no, die. No question. We have the, we basically have this rotation right now of not even being able to delineate between how bad the Jets are, the Texans are, and the Jaguars are. Try number three. It was the Panthers that defeated the Texans last night. The Jaguars still are bad, and the Giants still are bad, and the Jets still are bad. We're just muddled by how bad all four of these teams are. Because I don't care if you got a green trash can, a black trash can, a red trash can, or a white <laughs> trash can. A trash can fires a trash can fire. And when the dumpster's going, the dumpster's going. You're either moving to get out of the way, you're trying to get close to get, catch a little heat and a little warmth. All football is presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine has their summer clearance going on right now. They have the most inventory of any RV dealer in Montana. Locally owned and operated for more than 50 years. Go say what's up to Brett's RV and Marine, 4800 Grant Creek Road. Um, the Anything else in the NFL that's that's really stood out to you for better, for worse? I mean, it, to me, the parity of the league is on full display. I think we saw six or maybe seven teams win their first two games, six or maybe seven, depending on what the exact number is, lose their first two games. The other 18 teams in the league, one and one. So it's basically maybe you dropped one a week one, you bounce back. You win one a week one, you have a letdown. The roller coaster is already beginning. It's really hard to gauge based on record what we think of these teams. Uh, anything that stood out to you for better or worse in the league so far? Uh, what stood out for me is it's, it's not so much uh, – it's the way football is being played. I am watching the college game being played on the NFL level. How crazy the tipping point was so fast, right? So fast. Three or four years. But yes and no. What we have were components of it that have been peppered in over the years. So True. We've had RPO quarterbacks since Randall Cunningham, right? We just haven't had him go in to pull out to run away from the defensive end. Sure. Then we started having the type of running backs that weren't traditional powerhouse eye formation. So we've had this this peppering, this smattering, if you will, of of this type of football. But now f- football's forever changed, man. Like the game, the game I grew up with, we won't go, we won't 
ever see that again. I won't ever see I formation in the NFL unless it's goal line. I won't ever see I won't ever see ace. There's no such thing as double tight ends. It's an H back or a right. sniffer now, right? Sure, sure. Like I just you just won't see that. And there's you will you will though in certain pre snap alignments only though because then it becomes just this jailbreak of motions and stuff like that. It's actually right. I was thinking about this other day though. Everything is so cyclical. Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN Radio. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Colton hey. Nuanas. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are running this crazy, like, spread option offense. But Alan Richard, who also happens to be one of their primary interior defensive linemen, also is a fullback slash tight end slash H-back, and he's a total throwback that's playing this position that people think is antiquated, but it's not, right. but it's just being used in a completely different, like, the San Francisco 49ers, I think, are a true NFC conference contender, not just an NFC West contender. I think they... Oh, for real. If they put it together, I think they could win the NFC. Yeah, they're Or at scary. least contend to contend. win the NFC. Yes, yes, yes. But they're two of their th- probably four best players are Kyle Juszczyk, who's a fullback. Who's a fullback. And George Kittle, who's like this weird hybrid H-back tight end type. Yeah, he's he's an enigma unto himself. But it, it, it's, so your point is absolutely well taken and also ne- needs nuance at the same time, right? Of course, let's talk. Well, that's what I'm saying is yeah. like, there's, there is a spot for the, what, it's as, it's as Jalen Rose always says, positions were made to explain sports to people that don't understand sports. Exactly. It's like he's always talking about in hoops, especially the NBA game, one, oh. two, three, four, five. That's not really applicable a lot of the time, right? Not anymore. Like, there's the endless debate of what position Tim Duncan played. He did, don't worry about it. He played in the he middle was a of the baller. paint. That's right. He played in the middle of the paint. But I guess what I'm saying is that there's really no definable way to say what Kyle Uzcheck's position is, or Richard for the Ravens, or I mean George Kittle, because these guys play such hybrid positions, and I think that's where the college mindset. Get dudes and figure out what they can do best. Put them in the position to succeed. Get them in space. That's where it's infiltrated at the more than any other place. Well, I I would agree. Yes, and on the defensive side of the ball, I'm seeing it more having that safety backslash hybrid linebacker or defensive end backslash line, like just these guys that are just athletic freaks who are just now Swiss Army knives in the game of football. I love it. We're also starting to see defenses built differently too. The Cardinals are actually on the forefront of this, which is ironic because the Cardinals are not at this exact moment considered a powerhouse defensive team. No, but they are transcending the game in a different way. There are certain defensive schemes and defensive alignments that if you were watching the game of football, you look at it differently. I remember the first time I saw cover two and what it was supposed to do. Right. It was like, whoa, what is that about? Watching to have that middle linebacker roam sideline to sideline like Ray Lewis. Right. Right now, this defense, the way it's schemed, I'm looking at it different. There's something there. Even even Bobby Houck has let not not just infiltrate, consume. Modern football has completely that the Grizz are running some of the most modern stuff on both sides of the ball. That there is, and Coach Houck is Mister Traditional, hits you in the mouth, hard nosed football. What Montana's essentially running, if you're talking to truly breaking it down to layman's terms, mm-hmm. is a 3-2-6, basically. Because 
The guy that's playing the nickel, that's also sometimes the rover, which is also sometimes the outside linebacker. linebacker. But then also sometimes they move that guy into the Sam. He becomes what they call the reb. He can be off the edge. He's the rebel. He's moving all over the formation, bringing pressure in the box. Or, though, you, you can bump out. You can have a nickel and a dime. You can have a yep. rover and a safety. You can have a nickel and a rover. And it's to get your best athletes on the field. The mm-hmm. college game is what created this. But now, like the Cardinals, for example, Buda Baker, what position does he actually play? Because <laughs> sometimes he's playing center field. You know, sometimes he's playing in the box. Sometimes he's playing strong safety. Sometimes he's running the alley. And I think that's the biggest change defensively, like you're saying. It, it, there is no. I just wonder what the next adjustment is, though, because you mentioned – when the cover two first rose and then the Tampa two became so famous, everybody tried to copy it, and they re- real they shortly realized you got to have Rondé Barber. You got to have Rondé Barber playing corner. If you don't cover two, doop, touchdown all day, especially in the NFL. Yeah, it's the same thing with the Ravens. You got to have a run stuff in Walrus named Tony Siragusa that's eating up the guards, tackles, and centers so Ray Ray can chomp free. So here's what you got to have. You got to have dudes that are are that are able to contain and take away one and a half linemen. Right? Right. That's what I see up front is you don't need to have studs just to occupy the blocks. Yep. To then let your back end go to work or your linebackers pick apart the middle of the field. It is finally the chess game on the field of football. We've seen almost every trend in football Come full circle, almost always. Right? Always. Either there becomes a solution for it, and it becomes less prominent after it, you know, hits an initial trend like the Wildcat. Right. That, that was a thing in the league for about ten weeks, yep. and people figured out how to do it. Now exactly. they hardly ever run it. Uh, the zone read when Robert Griffin the third started running true read option in the league. Well, people tried to copy it, and then all of a sudden Robert Griffin was. So injured, he was out the league, and people re- realized, dumb, can't put your quarterback in that position. Cam Newton's the only guy that really endured it, and he's still done at the, you know, at, in his early 30s. But I wonder now, because every the, here's the thing that's changed, that has fundamentally changed. Because of technology, the ability to edit and distribute film, and the ability for guys to then have the film available to them 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. there is no such thing as an identity anymore because everybody runs everything. So I wonder if this evolution of everything always coming full circle, it might just be done because now it might just be all the all all everything all the time. Well, I I think what then changes are the players, right? They used to go True. for they used to go for the art monks of the world. Then then we then all of a sudden people wanted nothing but slots. Now they want you know speedsters. They want True. guys like DK Metcalf. True. True. Or 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 mismatched size guys uh, like watching Travis Kelsey. That is not a tight end. That is, totally. that is that is a swollen totally swollen body. I mean, <laughs> and that's a swollen wide receiver. Think, think about think about Ray Lewis or Dick Butkus or Ray Nitschke or these dudes that were the the inside linebackers of their day, right? Exactly. Every one of them six three. Every one of them two fifty. Now then think of Levante David for the Buccaneers, who's probably the best inside linebacker in the league. Stop. I mean, dude's like 5'11", 215 pounds though. He's built like a nineteen eighties safety. But he can run so he well, run. and he can still bring it. And so I, th- I think you're right. It is going to be determined on the evolution of the athlete. It's the evolution of the athlete, but it's also the evolution of sports science. Like if you if you look at the working out, if you look at the body types of today, if you look at we'll 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 swing it to volleyball, right? Look sure, at a volley sure. look at a volleyball player of today, and then look at a volleyball player of the '80s. 
it's a different body type. It's a different athlete because the game is different. The science is different. The mathematics is different. Uh, the recovery is different. The workout routines are different. The diets are different. So what happens? The body changes. Therefore, so does the game. This is actually, I think, one of the sneaky secrets of why North Dakota State has won eight of the last nine FCS fall national championships because everybody went to cultivating speed, flexibility, sustainability, injury prevention. I think that that a lot of college football fans would be shocked at some of the weight room numbers of the guys that play at Division One football, especially like at the Big Sky Conference level. Over the last 10 years, they're not nearly as high as you would think. That's why dudes on their pro days are going out there and not banging out the, the reps that they used to on 225-pound bench press, stuff like that. I, a lot of the strongest players I've ever covered at the, at the two schools were as strong the day they got to campus as the day they left. Hardly any strength increase. Mm-hmm. It's not because the training's bunk. It's because there's so many surgeries that incur. You have to build back up. You're almost guaranteed if you're a defensive guy, you have your shoulder redone, all that. But what I'm getting at is one of the only programs that stayed tried and true in just trying to be as big and as massive and as strong as you could possibly be, period, everything else is a byproduct, is North Dakota State. Hmm. And that's why no one can touch them physically. I mean, the Montana State team of 2019, that team had more dudes on it than almost any team I've covered over the last 10 years. They got it straight, ran down their throat in Fargo in the semifinals. I mean, 42-14, that's no joke. North Dakota State rushed for 318 yards against a team that was giving up 40 yards rushing a game in their last six. So I just think that it's actually funny, though, because sometimes if you just stand pat and don't evolve, Mm -hmm. that could be your biggest advantage of all. Well, you just, we don't even need to go any further than that. If you don't evolve, hello, Dodo Bird, hello, dinosaurs, (laughs) hello, other things that have just become extinct that's exactly what happens folks if you do not evolve with this game you will get left behind montana had an early buy will it be advantageous disadvantageous how would you like to be cal poly this week we'll get into all that and more big sky conference preview here on nuanas now keep it right here espn radio Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. 
Friday Night Lights heats up again tonight, and the defending champions have yet another tough test, this one on the road. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Missoula Sentinel is riding a 13-game winning streak dating back to the beginning of last season. The impressive run includes wins this year over top-ranked Billings West and number 3 Kalispell Glacier in the season's first month. Now the Spartans take that winning streak and their top ranking on the road to yet another salty opponent. Sentinel plays at number 4 Helena High this week. The Bengals were the preseason number 2 team in the state before dropping a game to Butte earlier this season. Helena bounced back in a big way, destroying Hellgate 63-6 at Washington Grizzly Stadium in Missoula last week behind six first-half touchdown passes from future Grizz quarterback Caden Hewitt. Missoula Big Sky hosts upstart Butte, a squad that's been the surprise of the state thus far. The Bulldogs fell 18-17 to Billings Senior in the first Class AA game of the fall in late August and have won three straight since, including the impressive 34-20 triumph over Helena. Big Sky is 1-3, coming off a 49-0 loss to Helena Cap last week. Missoula Hellgate played Thursday night against rebuilding Kalispell Flathead and Connor Dick had himself a night. Knights quarterback threw for 430 yards and six touchdowns while also rushing for 84 more yards and two more scores as Hellgate moved to 2-2 two two with a 62-38 win over the winless Braves. And finally, Missoula Loyola is off to a 3-1 start and travels to number six Eureka tonight. Anniversary of blood, blood, sex, sugar, magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. How does that make you feel? Me, really old because when that album dropped, I was a senior in high school. Wow, what what other albums or or artists were big when you were a senior in high school? You always kind of remember those sort of things, right? High school music, college music. Uh, I guess what was what James Seabrook listening to? A lot of Tribe Called Quest. Let's go. A lot of Nas. Okay. Um, Illmatic had just dropped. Oh, son. Son. This is a good conversation. Oh, this is a good conversation. Geez. This is now. Your one-stop shop for all things uh, classic rap album analysis, but also some sports as well. I'm Coulter <laughs> Nuanez. He's Rajim Seabrook. Coming to you on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. All right, so I got to ask you this. The there's first of all, I don't know if people consume or enjoy albums as much as they used to. It used to be you get the album, you listen to the album. The whole thing. Especially if it was an artist that you knew was into album making. And sometimes there's certain artists that, you know, especially like the pop artists or whatever, the singles, whatever. But that was back in the day when you could also just buy the single too. You didn't even have That's to buy you, it. Yeah. Right? You just buy the single, Straight listen up. listen to the single, listen to Straight the Madonna up. single over and over again, whatever. But albums, especially with rap, this before mixtapes, they dropped the album, and that was a that was a, a an event. It was a thing. It was a classic. The first time you ever listened to Illmatic, that must have been a mind blowing experience, especially from where you're from. No, actually, it was it was it was long anticipated. So there was the there was this thing called Live at the Barbecue where Nas actually first dropped, um, and it, it was. Uh, he dropped a single on it, and everyone was like, who's this guy? And before he was known to the world as Nas, he was known as Nasty Nas. 
And we were like, dude, who is this guy? And it was it was the song Halftime, which was just rugged mm-hmm. and raw. And it was live at the barbecue and Main Source was there. And I a buddy of mine had like dubbed a like dubbed a dubbed a dubbed a dubbed dubbed tape. And by then, like all the music was gone, but the only thing you could really hear clearly and concise were the lyrics. And I was like, dude, who's this nasty Nas guy? And then after the Live at the Barbecue drop, Pete, like his name just blew up. And then Illmatic came out. And it was just, I don't know, man. It, it like warped my brain forever, like forever changed, like the way I listened to, to hip hop. And I mean, that whole, that whole year and year and a half, I mean, that was the f- first Cypress albums. We're talking like sure. some of the first Wu Tang, Red, like yep. just the stuff that was just like, what is this? But that album in particular was just, there wasn't one song that I could just take off the album and be like, I could do without. It was just like, don't mess up this narrative. That's not even an album, it's a narrative. And the thing that, the the way that hip-hop has gravitated now, and I know that there's all sorts of hip-hop fans listening to this show, and uh, there's all sorts of fun music out there, and that's what I'll call it, is fun. And there's all sorts of talented rappers, but people evaluate rappers now based on how well they can rhyme. And it's not necessarily about authentic things, just how many rhymes can you spit? How many funny things can you say? Lil Wayne created this. Everybody's copied it. But listen to Dillmatic was a cultural experience. I mean, as a kid, when I got my hands on that, and you know, I'm probably in middle school, this is a lesson in what it is like to live in a world that I'll never know anything about besides listening to this album. What an amazing experience. I worry about that going away because I seriously learned so much about so many cultures, particularly black culture, from listening to West Coast gangster rap and artists like Notorious B.I.G. and Nas. It helped me. I honestly set the table for so many things in my life in such a positive way. Well, see, the, what I like in it is you got to go back in history because you know who I like in Nas too for, for myself, for the generation or two before me? Frank Sinatra. Sure. Like, you, you put on a Frank. Like, Frank Sinatra is one of my favorite. Like, to me, one of the original hip-hop artists is Frank Sinatra, Old Blue Eyes. Like, when you put on an album of his, you are not listening to music. It's like you're sitting around the fire. It's a town hall meeting. You're about to be educated, enlightened, and exposed. And you're, and you're, and you're, and you're going to walk away feeling something, knowing something, and possibly learning something about the world, if not yourself. So to me, there's a difference between an artist and an entertainer. And guys like Frank Sinatra, Nas, uh, you know, Madonna, as you mentioned, those are those are those are artists, man. And and that's the difference between having a banger and having a single. Like when you can put an album on and listen to it from the first to the last, that's an artist. Let's talk a little high school football. Do it. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since nineteen oh seven. You're wearing your purple. You're, co- you're coaching over there, Missoula Sentinel. Uh, the the legend of the Spartans, it continues because uh, it's distinctly unique and new dynamic that's occurring at Sentinel right now. Last season, a historic state championship, first in 48 years. I talked about Dan, this with Dan Oliver, which we, you'll hear here in about mm, 30 minutes as part of our Garden City Spotlight. But ascending to the mountaintop but then maintaining your position on top of the mountaintop are two distinctly different challenges we've had many high school programs throughout the modern era of class double a football occupy that mountaintop it was cmr for a very long time then it was helena capital for a very long time then billings west then bozeman 
Sentinel is in this position for the first time in a full two generations. And so coming out of last year with a 10-game winning streak, but now entering this weekend with three more, so a 13-game winning streak, uh, it's definitely worth noting, worth praising. But then you talk about the details of this 3-0 start for Sentinel, and it's it's been like in the NFL where they make the Super Bowl champion play the hardest schedule. This is what they're doing to the Sentinel Spartans. They had to play number one Billings West week one. They had to play Cowspell uh, Glacier uh, in week four, I guess, coming off of a canceled game against their crosstown rival Hellgate. And Glacier, by the way, the number three team in the state. Oh, by the way, you also had a road trip to Bozeman, who's one of the better teams in the East this year. And Bozeman, always a tough place to play. Uh, and, and that's all to say to set you up for then tonight against Helena High on the road at Vigilante Stadium. It's just a murderer's row for the Spartans so far. Straight murder now. Yeah, it is, but you know what? That's what tests your metal. You don't want a bunch of soup cans when you're trying to defend that title and repeat as the best team in the 406. So I like the fact that we've not only taken on the best, but we've beaten the best. It's not been pretty. It's not. It's. It hasn't been the historical point differential that it was last year, but you know what? That's last year. We ain't worried about that anymore. The trophy's in the case. The rings are in their boxes, and what's in front of us is what's in front of us, and that's, uh, that's tonight, and that's that ugly bangle from Helena, and we're looking to take the stripes off it's back so let's go less la, i guess it was a full week ago now i was thinking last night because hellgate played less than a week after getting thrashed 63 to 6 Woo. to hell on a high but uh a week ago caden hewitt uh i know a lot now a lot of grizz fans were down there but uh, he gave a grizz fans a taste of what he might bring to the table at washington grizzly stadium he threw six touchdown passes all six of them in the first half as helena routed hellgate um but you pr- helped prepare for this kid this week, your evaluation of a guy that's committed to the Grizzlies. He's dangerous. Uh, the young man is is, is 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 very smart. He's very controlled. He has a lot of poise. And uh, one of my favorite words that I get uh, used for athletes, I don't get to use it often, he displays a certain amount of moxie not seen on, on a high school level. Um, Coach Oliver has had some time to prepare and, and, and he's a wizard into his own right but this is a hard guy that you you can't prepare essentially for a guy like this there's no there's no scout team that can do what this kid does um, the DBs and linebackers are going to you know be tested tonight but I also know that they're battle tested as you stated uh, you know playing the number one and three teams respectively uh, in the last couple you know from the season opener to last week um, a different opponent for us as opposed to like style of play and the way they play very up-tempo gimmicky in their own right and then defensively they're just salty and nasty um you know playing that 5-2 front uh their 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 defense goads you into making mistakes and then they want to capitalize on it on the back end so i think it's going to be a good test i think it's a good test for sentinel um and but the flip side you know helen is making noise and it's going to be a good test for them it's like a good heavyweight fight we're just not going to walk away with that fat lip or that bloody nose so let's go gotta love it rajim seabrook joining me colter nuana is here in studio it's Nuanas now on 1029 ESPN Radio. Going to get you set, going to set the table for Montana's homecoming matchup. And we're also going to hear from Grizz wide receiver Sammy Akim. Keep it right here. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting. 
to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. about to do it i was about to do I it i should have just let you do it i should have just <laughs> stolen your cans right gene oh, seabrook son. Coulter nuanas nuanas now welcome back in happy friday everybody hope you're having an outstanding day hope you're having an outstanding week hope you have an outstanding life thanks so much for spending some of your life with us we do this each and every weekday from 4 to 6 p.m. Rajiv and I try to do this as much as possible on Fridays, although he's a busy guy this time of year with high school football rolling on. If you're watching on TV, you see he's wearing his purple. Was a little Sentinel at Helena High, probably the game in the week in Class AA in the state tonight. So uh, that'll be fun to follow. We'll have all your Check updates on Monday. Uh, Big Sky Eagles, they're in town tonight. Um, Hosting the Butte Bulldogs, one of the surprises in Class AA so far. Uh, we'll hear from both Matt Johnson and Dane Oliver here in about mm, 15, 20 minutes as part of our Garden City Spotlight. But first, Rajim and I will be broadcasting live tomorrow before Woo! the Grizz homecoming game. Ryan Tutel also going to be riding shotgun with us as well, his first full participation in a pregame <laughs> show. Andrew Houghton will be down there as well. So all of us will give you some good stuff and some uh, get you all prepped up for Cal Poly at Montana. Mm-hmm. 1 p.m. kickoff, part of our Twisted Tailgate College game day presented by Twisted T. We'll be broadcasting from 11 until 12.30, and then we'll also have a post-game show whenever the game gets over. So be sure to keep it tuned tomorrow to 102.9 FM here uh, in Missoula. Right, Gene, before we get into this Cal Poly-Montana game, we're going to hear from somebody that's involved in it. Sammy Kim, he caught his 23rd career touchdown two weeks ago against Western Illinois. The Grizz coming off a bye. Sammy Kim's a guy that came here from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, a raw but very talented prospect. And uh, he's been one of the hardest workers on the Grizz football team, turned himself into an all-big sky player, but has struggled with his season's ending because of injury both in 2018 and 2019. He's been primed for a huge year, but now the offense has diversified quite a bit. And uh, Sammy Kemi's finding his way. It's not that he's not uh, getting a bunch of reps. He's just getting a bunch of attention from the other team's best players in their secondary. Teams are definitely scheming to take him away. And we've seen the emergence of several great players like Malik Flowers, Gabe Solser, uh, Mitch Roberts, those guys have all gotten better. So the ball getting spread around quite a bit. The, the Grizz running the ball a lot more than they have the last couple of years too. So, you know, stat nerds that just look at box scores would tell you Sammy Kemp's stats are down. But there's a reason he hasn't been quite as productive. But he's helped the Grizz be very productive offensively just by his presence on the field. When you have a guy of his caliber and you know what he can do, the respect that he demands opens it up for everyone else. Even though his numbers may not be where we know they could be, the talent is there. And once they and he, to some extent, figure out how to get by that and exploit that and 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 and, and procure something positive from that, the Grizz will up themselves into a new echelon. Because right now, I just I'm, I I know Sammy. I, I I texted him during the bye week. Go do something for you. Get your head right. Get yep. your soul right. Yep. 
And I just know that we are maybe a quarter away from seeing my man have the breakout game that we know he's able and capable of having on come on display. Caught up with Sammy Kim on Monday. Here's Grizz wide receiver. Well, here's Sammy Cam down here at Dahlberg Arena at the Adams Center. He's a senior receiver for the Grizzlies. They're preparing for homecoming this weekend. Cal Poly coming to town. So, Sammy, first and foremost, what did you guys get done during the bye week, and what do you think of homecoming here on campus? Um, we just prepared the way we always do. Worked hard, got in some good practices, got some off time, obviously. I mean, homecoming's always great. It's always great to see old people come around. Not old people, but just, like, alumni come around. It's always good to see the fans. I mean, the fans love homecoming. Homecoming's a good time. It's a happy time. I'm a University of Montana alum, and I tell you this. I think that more alumni from around the state and the region are engaged in the Grizz than they have been in a long time. So do you feel that as a player? Yeah. Yeah, you definitely feel it. I mean, uh, all the alumni hitting you up, all the alumni at the games, um, seeing them at the practices sometimes. I mean, it's cool, and it's awesome to see. It's it's really awesome to see. I know a lot of the guys that play for Coach Houck are uh, they, they love the history of this place, and they kind of try to pass it down. So do you hear from some older guys? Do you got guys reaching out and just saying, hey, you know, keep carrying on the tradition of the Grizz? Sometimes, yeah. Um, I'm not too privy to the history of Coach Houck because I'm, I'm from Oklahoma, so I don't know too much about it. I'm sure a lot of the Montana – I know a lot of the Montana guys on the team get hit up by – former Grizz players who played under how because they know I mean a lot of them were like growing up and they were like what am I trying to say like they got coached by these guys or like got trained by these guys so it's it's I'd say it's probably more of that for the Montana guys but I get a little bit of that Cal Poly coming to town. Cal Poly led by Bo Baldwin, who was at Eastern Washington for a long period of time. And I was thinking back, Coach Baldwin hasn't been in the Big Sky since 2016. And I was going through thinking, I wonder if any of the Grizz guys were on the roster back then. And it's you, Colin Beaver, Jace Lewis, and OD, Matt O'Donohue. That's it, as far as guys that have been around that long. So, I mean, what's this journey been like for you? How much has changed since you first stepped onto campus? Um, a lot. I mean, I don't, I mean... A lot has changed. This is, I mean, a lot of good change. Um, it's been a long journey. Um, it was actually funny. We all got put on the preseason Big Sky list, and OD posted. He was like, all of us were the, the me, Jace, uh, Beaver, and OD. We yep. all got put on the, and it was awesome. The OD was like, yeah, all of us were here in 2016, and we got put on that. And I was like, man, I hadn't even thought of it like that. But yeah, we've we've we're, we're the old dogs, and it's weird to say we've been here since 2016, but it's been a good journey. It's crazy how much changes in college football, right? And that's kind of a part of college football. It teaches you that nothing in life lasts forever, right? But so many of those guys from your class, do you keep up with any of those guys that you came in with? Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, they all kind of hit me up. A lot of them were at the game, actually, sure. last week, and uh, it was good to see them. It's always good to see my guys, man. It's always good to see guys that you came in here with, guys that were here during your journey. I mean, it's it's awesome. The guys that have made it to this point, what's it taking? Uh, just hard work. Keep your head down and keep working. I mean, if you know anything about Coach Houck, you know, got to put your down, head down and grind and um, look up when at the end of the year. Sammy Kim joining us, senior wide receiver for the Montana Grizzlies here on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. This game upcoming, I, you guys probably haven't got, we're talking here on a Monday, so you guys probably haven't looked much at Cal Poly, but it seems like the common theme amongst this team is preparation. Do what we do best. So what does it take, though, to sort of mentally lock in and do that? Um, just prepare how we know how to prepare. Every day, come in. We know what we got to do on Monday. We know what we got to do on Tuesday. We know how we prepare on Wednesday. We know how we prepare on Thursday and Friday. We know what the, what it looks like. Um, preparation is key to be successful, and um, you got to come in and work hard every day. And that's just what we know how to do and what we always do. Anybody that's ever seen Malik Flowers with the ball in his hands returning kicks and stuff, we knew that he was going to be electric once he got a shot. He's waited a long time to get a shot, but 100 yards, two touchdowns last time out. So for you, I know you, you've probably been wanting him to get a chance, but what did you think of just his performance against Western Illinois? Um, it was awesome. Uh, 
uh, I, I, it, it was just awesome. Um, I've I've seen the work that Malik's put in. I've seen the he's he's stayed steady. He stayed grinding. He's kept his head down, just like just like we do. We, uh, just like everybody on this team does. But he's stayed, kept chipping at the block, kept chipping at, kept chipping at it, and finally got his opportunity. And he showed out, and and, and it was it brought a big smile to my face to see that. It seems like from uh, the running backs are sort of a microcosm of next man up, be ready to do your job. But also their performance has been sort of a reflection of how much the offensive line has improved as well. I mean, Junior Bergen played running back for what, like a week before he goes out there and rushes for almost 100 yards. So what do you think of just that group and the fact that it doesn't matter? It seems like every guy that gets plugged in there, he's ready to roll. Um, I think that's just a product of our team and everybody watching the guys above them and seeing how they prepare and seeing how you know how that guy works. So that's how you got to work, knowing that um, I got to put in the work just as hard as this guy's putting in the work, not only because my my opportunity could come, but because that's just how we are. That's just our mentality. Work, 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 work. Keep your head down and work. That's just what we do. The Grizzlies will not stop working lead up to this homecoming matchup on Saturday. Your key to the game against Cal Poly, what do you think? Um, Preparation. That's what it's all about. That's the key word here at Montana. Sammy Kim, senior wide receiver, joining us here on Nuanas now. Thanks, Sammy. Thank you. So you go, Sammy Kim, senior receiver for the Grizz football team. Rajim, we have a full 90 minutes to get into this tomorrow morning. Come hang out with us tomorrow at the uh, Chamber of Commerce parking lot. Yes, sir. Uh, so we won't spend too much time on this, but uh, just your broad thoughts, not necessarily about Sammy Kim, but just about the Grizz because they – Looked about as good as you can look during the non-conference. Now they start conference play an early bye, which is an atypical timing for a bye. Uh, they were red hot going into the bye. Can they maintain the momentum coming out of the bye? It's my notion, I think, absolutely, because I think this team loves to practice, loves to prepare. But just your thoughts on the Grizzlies as they enter this homecoming matchup against Cal Poly. Domination is coming, man. I like If Cal Poly was running the offense that they used to, and I'm a little bit more concerned with what Cal Poly is doing. I know they've, you know, under under Coach Baldwin, they've they've kind of changed their the offensive mentality. They want to go more to the air, less on the ground. When you're only averaging 56 yards a game, um, and the Grizz are snuffing out runs left and right, that makes them one dimensional. And you know how that back half, that whole DB salty dog crew's going to be back there. Um, domination on the offensive side, and then as I say that, the one word that comes to mind with those salty DBs, feast. Time to feast, boys. Put that Mustang down. Is there anything in particular, any players in particular, that surprised you for the Grizz in these first two performances? No, man. I just... I, the energy is just back. Like, you just for feel sure. the juice. And I just feel that this is this is what... When I first moved to Montana and was exposed to, to Grizzly football, like, this is what I'm, I'm used to. This is the energy, the, the, the frothiness. Like, this is what I'm accustomed to. So, to me, it's not about individual players standing out. It's about the program being back to where it needs to be. Cal Poly at Montana, 1 p.m. kick. Come down early. Come hang out with us. Chamber of Commerce parking lot. It's our Twisted Tailgate presented by Twisted T. We'll have all sorts of fun party stuff going on. Got some cornhole, mm-hmm. drinks from the Badlanders, samples from Twisted T. Mm-hmm. We got swag from RV Truck Sales, Ryan Holloway and Miller, ESPN Radio. We got all sorts of stuff for you. <clears throat> So swing on by, we got food, we got drinks, we got alcoholic drinks, we got all of it. So come by tomorrow before the Grizz game, Chamber of Commerce parking lot. It's our college game day twisted tailgate. Rajim Seabrook, Ryan Tutel, Andrew Toops. Houghton, myself, all of us kicking it down there. So come kick it with us. Rajim's got to get out of here. He's got some 
uh, responsibilities as priorities, it is. baby. That's right. Accountabilities. I got two beautiful babies I get to hug up on right now. You are a great father. I am so impressed with your dedication to this community as well as your family. It's an awesome thing to to observe, man. And uh, thanks so much for swinging by. You are the man. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Peace, brother. Take care, folks. Garden City Spotlight. Dane Oliver, Matt Johnson, Daniel Hardy. One of the most interesting players on the Montana State Bobcats and a look around the Big Sky Conference. All that next on Nuanas Now. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 